Hey everyone, welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of the last six years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 15 years of experience at being a busy working mom to create the best nutrition and fitness strategies. Now I'm bringing all that I've learned over to you through Envision Nutrition and giving you pieces of it through this very podcast. I'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. announcement on social media recently that I am truly and honestly excited for. And I kind of wanted to bring it on the podcast today um, just to kind of, I guess, share with you this audience here about this news and why I came to this decision. Um, as you know, my background is in bodybuilding. And when I, I know I have, have talked about this story before that when I was six months pregnant with Henley, I had the desire to, um, to compete and step on stage. And I did, and I did well, um, shortly after, um, having my daughter. Well, what got me into bodybuilding in the first place was way back when I was, um, very first starting my insurance agency, which at this point was 16 years ago. Um, you know, there was an, a fellow agent who had always brought his meals to all of the conferences. And that was such a foreign thing to me. And I mean, we, you just ate what you, what you got there, or you drove through a fast food or something that was just, I mean, that's just what you do. And I know that that's what, just what a lot of people out there do. And so it really opened my, my eyes to the fact that you really can make your own choices um, in life when it comes to new, your nutrition and your and your lifestyle. Um, you can choose to go down a different path than the normal. And, um, you know, that was very intriguing to me. Of course, you know, coaching back then wasn't that big of a thing. Um, social media really wasn't that big of a thing. And bodybuilding especially was not that big of a thing. In fact, I, around our area, I was one of the first NPC bikini competitors, if not the first in our area, um, to kind of break the mold on competing. And, um, you know, that was approximately four years ago that I, that I did that. And, what has happened since then was a lot of learning, um, a lot of doing things the wrong way and a lot of, um, you know, fixes along the way. I've worked with a lot of different competition prep coaches. I've worked on my own. I've uh, tried to prep on my own. I've tried to prep with a bunch of different styles. And ultimately I have come to find what works best for me. And it through a roundabout way, you know, I expressed early in, oh, I think it was, um, the winter February ish that I was giving up competing. And I guess I should have mentioned when I had announced that, that I was giving up competing temporarily. I always kind of had it in the back of my mind that I was going to be doing it, but I'm such a huge believer that if your mindset is not just right. If you aren't, um, healthy mentally and physically, 
then you should not do a competition prep. And I also believe that you should not do a diet. Um, if you're not mentally and physically healthy, there are a number of reasons for that, but mentally you can really start to, um, create an eating disorder or at the very least a bad relationship with your body and with food. And so mentally you have to be strong and on point. Um, honestly, to get to a very high level in competing, I think you do have to be a tiny bit crazy, but my whole goal this time around with announcing that I am ready to compete again was based on the fact that I wanted something more. I've always been the type of individual that, um, you know, I, I don't judge others for their style of living. I only know what my goals are and what I'm capable of and the things that I want to push myself to do. And if I can inspire others along the way to set high standards for themselves, then that's wonderful. But I don't ever set that expectation for you. The expectation is solely on me. And so in February, I was continuing to prep for a competition. I was um, getting to the point, however, where it just wasn't ready for me mentally. I wanted balance. And as you guys know, if you've watched any of my journey, competition prep is anything but balance. It's kind of an all or nothing, not even kind of, it is all or nothing when you get to the level of competition prep in order to be competitive. Um, you know, there are, there are individuals out there who simply want to step on stage and see how fit they can get. And that's, that's a wonderful goal. However, going for the gold, going for number one, going for the grand prize, which is the IFBB uh, bikini pro card that takes a completely different mentality of, of all in the next level, um, 100% dedication, ready to go. And I'm for myself, not going to compete if I'm not going for the gold. That's just my goal. I think it's amazing if there are people out there that want to compete to step on stage. That is amazing. That is what my first, my very first competition, my goal was to get on stage without having cellulite show. That was honestly my goal for that first time competing. My second time competing, however, because my first time competing, I ended up getting second place um, against women that had never had children. And the fact that I did so well at my very first bodybuilding show really helped me understand that, wow, I can do this. And so I've just kind of held myself to a different standard. Um, and I think you have to decide what standard you're willing to hold yourself up to. So after realizing that, you know what, I am ready. I am ready to see how far I can go because I'm not young. I'm no spring chicken. I have three children. I'm 38. Most of the successful competitors out there, not all, but most of them are in their early twenties, don't have children, never have. And it's just a different lifestyle. And so I thought this is not only the time for me to do it and to be able to do well to the level that I want to be able to do, which is becoming a pro, but what a perfect time to be able to share my journey with you. And so I have started a YouTube channel and I plan to share with you my journey from 
today, this week, this is week one of competition prep to November and, and beyond. I, I hope that that is my first show of many, um, with a completely different mindset and mentality of what it takes to become pro. And, and I hope that you guys follow along. Um, so you can go to my YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. Um, the more subscribers that I have, the higher I will go up in the ranks and the more of you will be able to see and find it. So be sure to go to YouTube and subscribe. I've already got my first video up there and I plan on taking you guys through my journey, um, every step of the way. So when I started to decide that, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm starting to get my mind there. I'm starting to get ready. Um, I removed alcohol and as a little tester. So I've talked to you guys last week and and the week before about how, you know, my relationship with alcohol needed to change and how that was preventing me from being really who I knew I could be. And so I removed it and I've, and I've loved how I've felt mentally. Um, the fact that it's just not even an option. Sometimes when we have too many options and too much freedom, um, we can get carried away and things are not always that great. So when you limit options, um, it takes out a lot of the bad choices that we are even able to make. So removing alcohol was a huge first step. So I did that, gave myself some grace to eat freely, move freely um, in that in that time frame when I was removing alcohol. But once I had that box kind of checked off the list, I thought, let's step it up another notch. So then I added in daily cardio that felt really good. So then I stepped it up another notch and and started getting my food a little bit more on point. And then I realized this feels really, really good and I'm ready. So I did my research. Um, I am the type of person that has to have a coach. I know that I am a coach and I coach individuals on being successful, but I'm telling you it's different when you are somebody that knows a lot of different strategies and a lot of different ways and, um, has a lot of different, I guess, uh, roads to get there. You start to second guess and overthink. Um, so what having a coach for me does is it takes the guesswork out. I literally only have to execute. I don't have to worry if I am on target. I don't have to worry if this is the right strategy. I don't have to worry about a thing. I simply just execute. And so that is why I choose to have a coach, but I did a lot of research. I interviewed a lot of different coaches and I found a coach that, um, I get along with. I always do better with men. I always have. I don't know why. That's just um, for competition reasons. I've just done a lot better with, I think it takes the emotion out of it. Um, If you know me, I'm kind of a get to the point, let's get this done and move on kind of person. So I think um, kind of removing emotion from the equation helps me. And I think men are a little bit better at that. But I have chosen a company that um, has a lot of pros, has turned a lot of people pro, and quite honestly, it's just next level. So um, right now I'm recording this podcast. It's Friday, July 23rd, and I'm on day five of competition prep so far. And it's quite ironic because my calories have gone up significantly and I am not doing any cardio. Um, So I'm just 
trying to keep my steps up, trying to go for walks, things like that, but not getting my heart rate up, not burning, you know, excess fuel. Uh, but my workouts, I'm telling you guys have been to a different level. And, and I've posted a lot of my workouts for you, but this new workout strategy is a level that I've never experienced. Um, and I've been actively intentionally lifting weights for, um, six years. So if that tells you the difficulty of these, these new workouts, it's, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it and it's fun. So workouts have been absolutely amazing. Food is crazy. I'm actually trying to get used to eating this much, but I do truly believe in just letting go of, um, your questioning and embracing the process and letting the expert do his work and simply just executing. And that is what I'm doing. And so far it's been a huge, I guess, weight off of my shoulders of trying to figure out what, what I should do, what strategy I should do. Um, because I can, I'm, I'm great working with, like I said, my own clients because I see through their emotional attachment and I know specifically what they need to do and they need to simply execute. But when it's yourself, you are emotionally tied to your strategy. And so that's why it's always best to seek a professional. Um, and if you are new to competing, or if it's something that you've kind of tossed around in your head, but you just have not been ready to take that leap, um, you can head over to my website, teamenvisionnutrition.com. Um, so I have a program on there for competition prep. I have an improvement season, improvement season program. And then I also have a lifestyle program. And what you'll find is that I work with either amateurs who have had a, a not so great experience of competition prep in the past or new competitors, because there are a lot of things that happen in that first early seasons that will make or break your experience. It will either completely send you the wrong direction, absolutely hating competition prep, or it can spiral you into a really bad relationship with food, with your body, all of the things. And so I have taken everything that I have learned as a beginner, as a busy working mom, and I've put it together in my competition prep program um, to make it so that if you are new or have had a bad experience in the past, that this is going to be something that you can enjoy, something that you can love and, and really meet you where you're at. And so if that is you, um, I encourage you to head over there. I only take on a certain number of clients. So when I'm full, I'm full and I, and I only do a waiting list. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to throw that out there because I do get asked about that quite a bit. So Going back to what um, led me into bodybuilding in the first place, and I know I posted about this, but I truly believe that without bodybuilding, <laughs> I would not be the same person that I am today. And what I mean by that is it has taught me so much. It's not about standing on stage on show day um, at all. I mean, that's extra credit in my opinion. And if you're competing specifically for that one day, you're going to be very disappointed the day after. And so I wanted to talk to you guys today about how bodybuilding has changed my life and it's changed it really in every single way. 
Um, bodybuilding has taught me how to be disciplined, how to be structured, how to find joy in everything that you do, how to find your gifts, inner strength. Um, it's, it's so much more than what you look like. There is so much more to bodybuilding than what meets the eye. And if once you kind of unlock that superpower, you're completely changed. So for me, it took a while to train my, I guess, mental endurance to be able to get to this point. I don't think I would have been ready before now. So, you know, one could say I, I um, could be a pro by now, but I don't necessarily think so. Um, I think everybody has to go through points in life um, because I mean, I have, I have three kids. I have a career. My career has gone through ebbs and flows and changes. Kids go through different phases of life and that requires mental endurance as well. And um, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to show you from my YouTube channel, because uh, like I said, a, a lot of the the people that are showing their competition preps and showing the behind the scenes of their life, they're not busy working parents. And so I thought this is going to be such an amazing thing to bring to those of you who maybe you don't want to step on stage necessarily, but you want to test your mental endurance. You want to see how far you can push yourself. And I don't care if you're 35 years old or 55 years old, you're never too old to see how far you can go. I think the hard thing is, is that a lot of us have not been broken a lot. Of, and, and I hadn't before bodybuilding. Um, and, and I think every time you go through a really, really hard thing and you're tested, you are that much uh, more equipped to face another really challenging time. And so each time I've gone through competition prep, I have gotten that much mentally stronger each and every single time. I have learned how to do that many more um, things so that I'm more efficient, so that I'm more present, um, so that I you know, have more availability to give um, either to my prep or to my family or to my career. Um, every single time I'm able to juggle that much more and that much more efficiently. And so, yeah, competition prep is so much a mental game, but it also improves your entire lifestyle. Um, and so this time around, I know I have talked a lot about the um, not so great parts of prep, but I think that just comes from a point of exhaustion. Again, um, you know, I have kids that have gone through different phases of life and, um, uh, you know, Henley has had a lot of medical things going on and, and that is mentally and emotionally draining. And so I think there is a time and a place and a season when you can give a little bit more to certain areas of your life. And so if you're not in a season right now where you're feeling like you have control of your physical self or your emotional self or your life in general, I want you to embrace where you're at, find joy where you're at and do what you can, but don't be disappointed. For example, if you've just had a baby, if you have an injury, if you have a super busy season going on at work, it's not your season. It's not your season to physically worry about your, um, you know, what you're putting in. So 
Take the step back, write down some goals. Don't use busyness as an excuse to not do the daily healthy things you need to be doing. However, sometimes it's not the right season to take it up a level. For me right now, it is. Um, Things have calmed down tremendously in certain areas. And so I have the ability to put more into this season. But also, I think I have, you know, the emotional bandwidth right now, which is a huge component in pushing yourself to your limit. And if I would not have pulled out of prep when I did early in the season, um, if I would not have quit drinking alcohol and, um, you know, I, I don't think like, for example, if you are struggling with an area of your life, you can't use something like a competition or a race or some sort of self-improvement activity to try to improve that area, if that makes sense. So for example, um, I needed to realize that my um, issues with alcohol were, were tending to become a problem and not say, I'm going to do a competition prep so that I get better at that. No, I had to remove alcohol. And, and again, I'm telling you, it's not like I had a freaking problem. It's not like I was getting crazy drunk every single night. No, I wasn't adhering to my two drink limit once a week. I don't think it has to be a huge, crazy problem for you to have a personal issue with it. Everybody's issues look different. You could be the lady that has a bottle or two or three bottles of wine every single night. And maybe your issue isn't alcohol at all. Maybe you're the individual who can't get out of bed in the morning to do what you say you're going to do and get some movement in. Maybe you're the the individual who is, you know, hiding behind the scenes when nobody's looking, eating the box of chocolates. That could be your problem. Yes. But what I'm saying is it was enough for me to not be my best. And so for me to go straight into a competition prep so that I would stop drinking, I would have blamed the sport when in reality, I needed to get my mind right. I needed to get my intentions right. I needed to get myself on track mentally, emotionally, physically before I could put some sort of dedication into the activity of bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is an amazing sport, but you can't blame your issues on the sport. You can't go into it saying, I have to do 90 minutes of cardio, or I can't eat the donut. No, those are all your choices. They're not your coach's choices. They aren't anybody else's choices. They're not the sport's choices. If you want to look and be your best, those are the choices that you have to make to become ideal for the sport. And I finally realized that over this past five years. This is not some little game that you get a bounce around and, Oh, my coach said I can't have this. My coach said I can't. No, 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 no. My friend, this is a sport of mental endurance. This is a sport that if you don't play by the rules when nobody's looking, you're not going to do well. And, 
it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to take home a medal. But if you stand on stage on show day, for example, I had um, a show that did not, actually the only show that did not go very well. And the reason for that is I was a fish out of water. I didn't look like any of the other girls. But that wasn't the judge's problem. And, and I also was not disappointed. I was disappointed in my placing. But I knew I did everything in my power physically and mentally to come in as good as possible for that show. I left no stone unturned. And so the score was what it was. But if I had stood up there and I had cheated on my prep, I had skipped cardio sessions, I didn't give it what it needed, I would have stood up there in extreme disappointment. And and I've commented before on a different podcast that if somebody handed me my pro card tomorrow, I would not want it. And that might sound crazy. Why wouldn't you want it? But I am very much an earner. I want to earn that because once I get to the pro stage, I am going to be at the bottom again and, and I will not have the mental endurance. So I don't have the mental endurance of what it takes to be a pro right now. I will, but I don't have that right now. And so this, this may not be Um, resonating with you specifically on competing. I think a lot of you out of curiosity will watch my journey, but I challenge you to figure out what is that thing for you? Is that just living a healthier, more balanced lifestyle? Is that being able to say no thank you at the family barbecue or birthday party? Is that getting out of bed 20 minutes earlier so that you have your food on point for the rest of the day, even though you would rather stay in bed and sleep? But what is that for you that makes you at the end of the day say, that was a good day. I am proud of myself. That day after day, my friend, is mental endurance. So where does your mental endurance need improvement on? What area of life does that look like for you? And if you're in a season where you can't physically or mentally concentrate on yourself, then I challenge you to improve your joy, improve in right where you're at. Just meet yourself right where you are. Because when you can truly embrace greatness where you're at in whatever stage of life you are in, that is where you will find happiness. All right, you guys, I thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications so that you don't miss a thing. I'd love it if you'd share this podcast, your Instagram story, your Facebook page, or any of your social media platforms so that I can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I also ask that you go over to my new YouTube channel, Amanda Hanquist, and subscribe and like my first video. I will be putting up a couple of videos every single month. I so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.